this is a trigger warning. This podcast contains discussions around suicide and bullying. Roots and wings. 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 Welcome to Roots and Wings. I'm Amy. And I'm Danielle. This is our podcast about raising teens. Hi, Amy. Hello, Danielle. How are you? I'm not bad. Um... Are you sure about that? Because we're (laughs) sat on the floor as we're recording because of your poorly knee. I know. Well... You see, fairy lights will be the death of me. (laughs) This is how I will end my time on this earth. Um, Did you know I once broke my nose hanging fairy lights? What? One Christmas. I went to... (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. (laughs) I went to Leeds Town Hall about seven years ago with a broken nose to watch Ruby in a play, in in a performance, a Christmas show. Because I'd been that busy making sure all my Christmas lights were switched on as I left. I walked straight into a glass door and broke my nose. And then on Sunday, I went to B&M to buy some more fairy lights because I didn't think there was enough with the 10,000 that we already have in the house. And I slipped on a tiny bit of slush and I have torn the meniscus in my knee. That sounds so painful. So yeah, it was a proper feeling sorry for a moment because it's the wrong time of year isn't it to be off your feet you just have to be running around loads and yeah um so yeah I was properly miserable about it but I think it's getting a little bit better even like you know a few days later so I'm I'm keeping everything crossed that it's not as bad as I first thought it was um obviously I've I've got my legal cases on going with (laughs) B&M um (laughs) should have got rid of that slush um oh it was it was like you know when you do hardly any of a slip or a fall I didn't even fall I didn't didn't actually land on the the floor no no it just overcompensated I think my my one knee went one way and one went the other way um it looked like nothing but the kindling that was in one hand and the fairy lights in the other were all okay (laughs) (laughs) I knew you was gonna say that but I got the fairy lights so it was worth it Oh, oh, what an idiot. So, I'm, yeah, I'm a bit cross myself because it's just one of those injuries that puts you out of action. I drive a lot. I run around a lot. Yeah, I'm a busy a lot. Um, I can't do any of it. I couldn't, I, can't, I couldn't strop upstairs on Sunday after the row over the angel because I couldn't get up the stairs. I did in the end. I went on my bum. But, you know, um, yeah, it's really annoying. Really annoying. Oh, so um, Well, hopefully, speedy recovery. You're heading you. in the right direction of feeling less painful every day i hope you've noticed i do still have sparkle on there yeah she's full (laughs) fully sparkle trousers sparkle top i I have noticed i have noticed rubbing off on you getting in the spirit you know (laughs) how are you how's your week Um, been it's been good. I actually had a night out with work. Um, it oh. was the press night for the show I've been working on, which is Oliver at the Oliver. Leeds Playhouse. Yes. Brilliant. Oliver, Oliver. I go to sleep with that song going over and over in my head because I hear it all the time. Um, so it press was really night, nice. so it's happening yeah, now. Yeah, press night, it's all happening. If you've not been to see the show or not got tickets booked, I definitely recommend. Yeah. It's a really good show. And it's quite nice to see a show that's not Christmas as well. Yes. way as well yeah. you know yeah. so um although it yeah. is one of those films you watch at christmas but i know what you mean it's yeah not but a... there's no christmas relevance in it you know like yeah brilliant it's, it's yeah 
it's a good it's a good show and we had a nice press night so we got free Lovely. drinks and we Ooh. got um everyone got glammed up and nice, yeah, nice I, I think I saw a work. picture on Instagram and I think you wore the same Swarovski jeans that you didn't like yourself in yes. a few weeks ago yes I did because I just thought were well, you happy in them yeah because I wore a different nice. top with it there you I go. think the top looked better I spotted with them it. straight away I was like that's the jeans <laughs> that, that I she didn't, didn't like yeah but I just put a different top with it I put like a black kind of it was a body actually which is a oh. nightmare when you go to the loo <laughs> <laughs> it's like just like, nipping to the loo. There's no nipping to yeah, the loo when you've got no, practically a leotard. They on. seem like such a good idea until you're starting to have to unhook yeah. your crotch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just not flattering. So yeah, that's no. what I want. I had a really nice night. I also had a friend call over as a like really random last minute surprise. Kerry, my best friend, Kerry. Aww. She popped in for a coffee um to caught with her and was telling her all about the podcast and stuff she's been giving us some nice little uh support hasn't yeah, she? she put it on a grid she's put it in a column she spoke her. about it on a instagram she's so supportive she's such i think a we'll have friend. kerry on the pod at some point won't yeah. we i imagine yeah we will do definitely cover all sorts yes yeah, so oh that's nice i've had a nice time really with work and catching up with friends and yeah. how are the kids they're all right um, yeah well saying that mimi's just a bit stress with you know we've been doing a lot of open days for college and yeah so it's and, making decisions you know, it's making the decisions and i'm yeah. like we're just shopping stop saying it's like you need to make a decision we're just mm. shopping around is that's what i've good. been that's saying a good to way her. Of looking at it um but yeah deep down i think i'm a bit stressed going actually we need to start filling out forms mm. and applying rather than just shopping so this is for post 16 so it's like sixth form isn't yeah it? yeah sixth form or college yeah because um, yeah. she's in a gcc year yeah um but yeah, other than that, I'm quite excited to just start getting prepared, prepared for Christmas and just yes, and, um, have my one and only Christmas day off because I'm working Christmas Eve and Boxing Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's not fair, is it? No, no, but it's like we'll find some fun be. in between for you. We're going to yes. do a Christmas special, aren't we? Where yeah, we go out for some fun. lunch. So we're going to use it as a it's a working lunch. <laughs> It's, it's all part of the working ethic for the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Work hard, play hard, yeah. parent harder. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. And give us tips, please. So, so. let's um, let's get on with today's episode. Bullying. Bullying. Yeah. Um, this is a big one. Huge. And we say this every well, week. Every week it's a big one, but this is, yeah. this is quite, it's hit a big nerve for you, hasn't it, Amy, yeah. as well? Yeah, it has. I think when we were discussing topics... Um, I wanted to, I was passionate about talking about it because um, I was bullied all through my secondary school years. Uh, People that meet me now or as a grown up are always like, I can't believe you were ever bullied. But, you know, like it's all a front, isn't it? We all put on fronts, you know, there's always also a lot that goes on behind. Um, So, yeah, I was bullied through school. Now, I have to caveat it by saying I had a lot of really lovely friends at school. Yeah. Um, So I wasn't short of some lovely friends I just I became that kid that people picked on you know, literally from the first day of stepping on the school bus with my massive oversized head bag um which I, which my beaker of orange squash had leaked into on the way to the, the bus stop on my first day and I got on and someone said something about my hair color because I was ginger it's always what they just point differences it was, out and it's nothing it? is it but I didn't know anybody on that school bus because we'd moved over the summer holidays, and that was that was literally it. That 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 one comment on that first day of school 
just then spiraled into me becoming someone who just didn't have the confidence to sort of say back to people get lost or yeah you know well yeah what yeah, yeah. I've got ginger hair so what and, yeah. yeah and then and then you're just known as that kid that people pick on yeah um, and I wasn't you know and I and I tried too hard and I wanted to be friends with all the wrong people because I wanted to be friends with what were called they were called the hairspray posse at my school hairspray called the populars now aren't they i think at oh, school. the it girls the it girls the they it were called crowd. the hairspray posse and you know how people used to wear their hair like up with a massive quiff and like hairsprayed to within an inch of its life and i used to try and do it and obviously with curly hair it just, just what happened just yeah. didn't work yeah. um so yeah and that so that's kind of played out for me in it's massively if it still affects me today at the ripe old age of 40 <coughs> six um i still feel the impact of having been bullied because it knocked my confidence and it took me a lot of years and a lot of kind of just working on myself really yeah, yeah. um to to kind of get over it and i don't think i'm ever properly over it no i don't no. i don't think i don't think you do i've never had therapy i probably should i talk about therapy to other people and say you should get therapy you should get therapy you should. I tell you but what, you've you kind do. of dealt with it <laughs> in your own way. Yeah. Because you, well, I think you're a confident person. Yeah. I think you you make bold decisions in all your interior work that you do. And yeah. Gosh, even when you came and helped me with my living room, like I wouldn't say you're not a confident person. So yeah, but that's playing out through a different medium, isn't it? Yeah. I do it. I'm confident to make decisions on all sorts, but when it comes to me, that's. You know that's that's where it's different, but I think, and also then it's played out. We touched on body image last last episode, yes. and my body image issues are definitely as a result of of being bullied because I was different looking to other people. Um, so it, it really does manifest in a lot of ways, um, and you know, relevant to what we're talking about is is parenting. You know, for, yeah. as a mum being the victim of bullying my biggest number one fear has been that my kids will be bullied not yeah, that they will yeah. get some awful god-awful illness obviously that would be horrific but as it the, my the thing that keeps me awake at night is the prospect of them being bullied because you know how it feels yeah. to be on the receiving end yeah. of it yeah yeah See, and, and, and yeah and, and, and i wouldn't want that for any of no mine. no no oh but then maybe you can also as a parent see those signs of if they are maybe yeah. you know you know yeah the feeling you've been on the receiving end and what kind of signs you would look out yeah. for a little bit yeah I think the problem is Danielle honestly I think sometimes you're oversensitive to the signs so I think sometimes yeah. I look for stuff that's not there and Simon will have to say to me this is not you this is not what's happening you know they've had a fallout with their mates that doesn't mean they're gonna that's be gonna bullied for seven years yeah, yeah. it's not um, they're not gonna be what you've been through as no. And it's changed, hasn't it? It's, it's a different way of, of the, the way they do it now as well from when we were both at school. Yeah. So well, I mainly got bullied to do with, like, again, differences. My hair, yeah. um, obviously the colour of my skin, that was a big thing um, in a lot of my schools. But it's funny, I was speaking to Mimi the other day because she was saying, well, what was you picked on mainly? I said, a lot of it was, like I just says, hair and um, colour of my skin. She said, well, what would they say about your hair? And I said, well, I was nicknamed Pineapple Head. That was because I used to wear my hair up high. really high up on yeah. top. And then it obviously just looked like big curls draping yeah. down. So I was nicknamed Pineapple Head, which really bothered me for a while. Yeah. And then, I'm not, no word of a lie, two days later, Mimi came home and went, Mummy, 
I've been called pineapple head today. Never. And I was like, oh, it literally, like you says, it took me back to oh, my childhood my of how much it used to bother me. And yeah. I go, are you okay? Are you all right? She went, I just laughed about it. And I thought, yeah, she's not bothered. I yeah. was bothered and I can't let it reflect on yeah 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 she, she says she said i kind of get why they say pineapple head really because it is the shape of a pineapple <laughs> and then we just ended up laughing i was just so great but isn't that. that interesting it just depends on what kind of personality you are as yeah. to whether you can whether that you brush it off or you own it and it makes you feel horrendous yeah yeah um it, uh, we were looking at some stats weren't we ofcom um in 2022 said that four in 10 8 to 17 year olds have experienced bullying um yeah. now there's obviously this big thing about online bullying. Yes. You know, we didn't we didn't experience that. And thank God, you know, I got home from school at 20 past three and the bullying would end until yeah, nine o'clock the next morning. Yeah. I can't imagine being intimidated or bullied online yeah. as well. And it's, it doesn't stop. There's no, no end to No, there's it no then. switch off. There's no, yeah. Um, so it's quite, it, it, you know, and it says that, <clears> so it, what, what they were saying is that can happen on social media. Um, it can happen through sort of direct messages, that kind of thing. But also, thirty percent reported bullying in gaming. See, that's quite shocking because I mean, Hendrix is his hobby on the Xbox, yeah. or, you know, gaming. Yeah. I just wouldn't think for a minute that be bullying. It, it would. You, it, don't, you don't consider that, do you? But I guess it's just another form of communication. When they're online gaming, they're also chatting to their mates or they're not mates. And, you know, I've had it with Zeb where he says, I've got to go on, I've got to go on, mummy, because it, it literally happened last night, actually. I've got to go on because if I don't go on, I won't be at the same place as them on the game. And then I'll get, and then they'll not talk to me at school. And, and it, like, it spirals into this yeah. massive, yeah. massive, awful thing, which, you know, in his mind, probably doesn't call it bullying, actually. But, you know... Yeah. Any kind of intimidation like or being left out is a form of bullying, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. 30% on gaming. Terrifying. That's, that's shocking. I mean, all I hear is, oh, it's banter, it's banter. But it, there's a borderline, isn't there? Yeah. To banter and having a laugh. But if you're making someone feel not nice or... But the it, problem it's is... It's not banter. It no. crosses over to bullying then, doesn't yeah. it? Well, so, the, but the, the, there is no legal definition. There is no legal definition yeah. of, of bullying. And so it's all down to how it makes you feel, isn't it? And ultimately, if you make someone feel crap and lacking in confidence yeah, or upset and worried, or, yeah, then that is that's bullying. bullying. Yeah, Simple absolutely. And it can go right up to um, a much more serious situation. Um, we're we're going to dive into chatting to our amazing guest Olga oh, shortly. She's, just, she's brilliant because she's, she's great. She's obviously experienced a lot herself. She's making a film out of it as well, yeah. isn't she? So absolutely, and she talks from a very personal point of view. I think it's really important at this point, Danielle, just to point out that there is um, a trigger warning that comes with this interview. Um, yes. Suicide is discussed, and uh, we just want to make you aware of that ahead of listening to the. To the interview yeah so that um, is a clear trigger warning for suicide and bullying of course yeah um but there's an awful lot of really really useful stuff that comes out of our chat with uh, olga and as you would expect from olga a lot of laughter yes a lot, lot of, of humor, laughter yeah. so let's have a listen Welcome, welcome, welcome to the gorgeous Olga. I have written a little intro. I'm trying, you know, I was like thinking I was Graham Norton or something. <laughs> I love that. 
So I, after many a technical hitch, um, oh. and it's definitely our fault, not yours, uh, we are really, really excited. This is a big episode, particularly for me, um, on bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, Olga and I have had little chats before in the past. So it's quite an emotional episode for me, and I know it will be for you. But Olga, you are first and foremost one of the funniest, most amazing champions of other people that I have ever met online. Oh my and God. And I've met you in real life. Right. I know. I've been in your house and met your doggy and sat on your gorgeous swing. <laughs> that just sounds a bit wrong. I've sat on your swing. <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you so much. I hope I get to see you in, in real life soon. I would love that. And I'd love you to meet Danielle. I would too. love to meet um, Danielle. I feel like I know Danielle. I feel like if, if I met Danielle, we'd just click. Yeah. I just 100%. feel like I'm getting that vibe, you know? Yeah. Thank you. You would. So you would. She's also a, she's also a good champion of women and, a, love and other people. And and honestly, that's what I wrote on here. I wrote that you are a champion of women, but you're a champion of the unheard. You are a champion of teenagers, of mums. Um, you're a champion of comedy because you are hundred percent hysterical. So and lovely. if you want to have a look, um, big fat Greek mother on Instagram is where you so will um, just laugh every morning and every night. To, I, I can uh, retire now after that acc- accolade. Honestly, <laughs> I've never heard anyone describe me. So I wish my husband was around to hear that. Honestly. <laughs> you have to get him to listen. You have to get him to listen. Yeah, to I'm going to get him to listen. That's so lovely of you to say. Thank you. We don't always feel the things that others say about us, do we? But that's probably yeah. the content of the podcast. But it, it's... Yeah. I always yeah. think that people are talking about somebody else when they say those things. Do you ever feel that, girls? Like when somebody says something great about you, you think they're talking about someone else? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll own that for yeah. five minutes and then I'll be all imposter syndrome I again. I know, it's so boring. But this is what we're trying to help our kids to do and we're still learning it, girls. It is. Now, Olga, just yeah. because obviously I think you've got three boys, yes. teenagers, yes. they're all teenagers, just give us a bit of background on you and why why we might have bothered to ask you to come onto this well, uh, podcast. I'm a mama of teens, but also I am an ambassador for Kidscape, the children's anti-bullying charity in the UK. So that's really possibly why you've asked me to come on. I also make I hope heartwarming comedy about teenagers. I don't ever ridicule them. Um, I, it's very, it's, it's in a very heartwarming way. I never kind of poke fun and degrade them or belittle young people. It's just drawing out the com- comedy for us parents because it's hilarious and we're not alone in the, you know, the, the messages and the texts and the responses and the grunts that we get from our kids, you know, that we're all you know, I'm just sort of normalising it. So maybe that's why you've invited me on all those kind of mixtures, that cocktail there, I reckon. Yeah, I think I think that's 100%, it, isn't it? I was saying to Danielle, I was like, I know who we need for this. Oh, because number one, yes, the teenage parenting thing, you've got it, you understand it, uh, it's your, it's what you're doing. Oh. Um, you're, you're adding comedy to it, because the one thing we both said, didn't we, about this podcast is we want there to be lots of laughter. Yeah, even though we're obviously covering such big, topics and it's quite Absolutely. heavy you for me what I've seen of what you do on TikTok and your page you definitely bring the humor to it oh, and thank you sometimes it's like gosh if you don't laugh you'll just cry won't Absolutely. you so got to laugh at yeah and also what I love about you guys is there aren't that many people doing what you're doing you know there's so much for parents of young kids and babies but then when you get 
to have yeah. teenagers, it's almost like you disappear off the face of the earth. You know, I yeah. find that a lot of brands aren't interested in working with you. Your engagement goes down. It's almost like, where's the help? Where's the support? Yeah. Where's the comedy? We need to laugh in the difficult times. Where is it? Which is why I was so yeah. excited when you asked me on, because I was like, yes, finally, you know, let's Aww. talk about it, you know, and what you're doing is incredible because we need help. We do. But yeah. we need to feel normal and we want to find other people like us, you know? Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think we the, you're, you've hit the nail on the head. That's why we did it. Because the, yes, exactly. the, um, the, the subjects are bigger and harder to, to sort of deal with, actually, as teen mums. No, we're not teen mums. Oh, we're mums of teens. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but they're bigger. The, the subjects are huge, aren't they? Ooh. They're like, you know, when you're talking about bullying, when you're talking about social media or anxiety or you know, um, motivation in teens, all of those yeah. are huge, huge things, aren't they? Absolutely. And they don't get mended with a plaster and a biscuit and an early night. No. Well, no, there is no early night. They don't go to bed. <laughs> they don't go to bed. I go to bed before them. You know, there, there isn't. And I, I, do you know what I feel as well? I feel like there isn't necessarily an answer for how to navigate the teenage years, but there is an opportunity for support and encouragement and laughter. And I yeah. think that is what is going to get us through. That is what is going to help get our kids through that feeling of not being alone as a parent yeah. and knowing that there isn't really a formula to raising teenagers, but there is your way of doing it. And I hope that by yeah. women, you know, and men listening to the podcast, talking with one another, sharing their stories, that will it will encourage you to know that actually your way is best. The way you're doing it, yeah. great. It's okay. Yeah, you're making yeah. a mess. Brilliant. Brilliant. We're all yes. making a mess. That's perfectly normal. It's perfectly yeah. normal to make. Yeah. Are you loving them? Yes. Are you making a mess? Brilliant. And also, it's like you say, it's your way might be the best, but it's also learning other people's strategies, what, yes. other, what other households are doing, what works for them, what doesn't work for them. And, yeah. you know, you make it work for you basically yeah what you've said yeah you're so right because I talk to a lot of um people I think my way is a bit more big fat Greek mother interfering way like I'm very much like are you hungry are you hungry are you hungry Uh, uh, uh." you know (laughs) you know I am quite like you know I'm always like kind of coming in for the swoop and I've I've learned a lot more from other mothers who are like oh they'll be fine just let them figure it out you know like because I'm so not that kind of mum but I'm learning to be that a bit more because it's that's so interesting so you are a performer so obviously um we see you on Instagram as a performer and we see you in your shows as a performer Mm. so I read from that a certain kind of actually I think that's an act so I assume that as a mum because I've met you I think you're probably quite probably quite I think you're a feeder number one I think you're deal with a lot of things with humor and yes. you I think you're probably quite lightweight so you saying that actually no I can be quite oh. you know intense is really interesting yeah no absolutely I'm I I mean I do deal with it all with humor because there's no other way you know like they always are we got in yesterday was it was it like 10 o'clock at night I don't even know what time we got back from um Devon and the eldest one said what's for dinner <laughs> and actually I laughed and I thought I have to write this down because, you know, it's like, are you, are you serious? Are you actually serious? No, but I do, I internalize a lot of my worry about my children. It's that feeling of, 
you can't do anything as such. You have to let them figure it out for themselves, but you're there to catch them if they need you. I think it's the only way I can do it. And I hate it because it feels a bit like, you know, you've got a baby, but it's not in your arms anymore. So there is a baby somewhere. Is it in Mm. in a cupboard? Like I know there's a baby somewhere, you know, and when it cries, I'll go and deal with it, but I can't hold it right now. Yeah. But that's a really good analogy, yeah, actually. Really yeah, I'm just yeah. waiting for it to cry. You know, I'm not like when we when when our babies were born, we were constantly we didn't we knew what it needed because it was on us. Now we don't. They're not with yeah. us. They go, they go out. You know, they leave the house. Yeah. Um, they're on their bedroom. Yeah. They're on their phones. We don't. You know, there's so much that's going on. We have to respect their privacy. Yeah. You know, there's so much that's going on, and we just have to be there for when I need us because I know that when the boys struggle they will come, they will speak up. And I know that, you know, being boys as well, and where things have gone in them on in their minds and they're troubled, they will come and speak to us. And I hope that's because it doesn't mean we're great parents. I'm not, we're not, we make mistakes, but it just means that they can come and talk and we figure it out together. Can I just, can I just um, track back slightly? Just yeah. tell us why, what brought you to be involved with Kidscape um, and and why you are so passionate at talking about bullying? Oh, so passionate. I mean, I was bullied at school. I went through terrible bullying. Uh, my parents were immigrants to the UK. I went to school not knowing any English. I was chubby, you know, all of the stereotypical things I do might talk about in my show, but I was, I was chubby. I was hairy. I had the smelly food. I didn't speak English. I was just, and I kind of got through school by trying to make people happy because I thought as long as I can make people laugh, they won't pick on me. But that was exhausting. That was really exhausting. And I know what it feels like Mm. to be the outsider. And so Kidscape and I together is a really happy marriage. Um, But the reason, the, the other reason I found out about Kidscape is that one of my boys was being really severely bullied at primary school oh. and I learned about them before the days of social media and Instagram and all of that you know when when you say they help because a big part of one of the things we want to understand is you know talking to other parents is yeah. how how can we help how did how did Kidscape help and where did they fill the gaps where you didn't feel well, that you could help well for me I mean this was we're talking like eight years ago they've developed so much yeah. they do so much more now but back then it was just the phone call and they had resources but it was like we can post you some resources you know but now they've got, they do like um, zap workshops, assertiveness workshops. They have a phone line uh, where parents can ring and get help. They have, um, they do assertiveness training. They do training for parents, training for children. They have like regular newsletters. You can go and read their, their website is full of information. You know, they've got um, books that have come out. There is just so much, there are so many resources out there for parents, easy, easy to access. There's, um, support not just for parents but for, for carers there is there's a wealth of support on their on their on their yeah. website and on their social media they're very active on social media so even just by hitting a follow if that's something that your kids are going going through hitting a follow you're straight away connected I should just also mention guys that I am involved with my sister-in-law's charity called Grace to Restore my niece took her own life um at mm-hmm. uh 18 years of age because of bullying. So that's another reason why um, I am involved with the charity and also with Grace to Restore. So my sister-in-law, Ruth, um, does amazing kind of workshops and coaching with, it's mainly girls, 
of that kind of 18 to 23 bracket because there isn't anything out there. And unfortunately, things like CAMs are great, but they're underfunded. Now, my niece's CAMs Mm. appointment came through two weeks after she died, you know, and it what I'm trying to say is that there isn't, there aren't the resources. So we have to find our own resources as parents. Um, yeah. And I think what I've, that's what I actually, yeah. sorry, go on. No, that's it. We, 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 we are the resources. We are finding the resources. That's what you guys are doing. You're pooling every, with every podcast you do, you are pooling together information. You are building a community. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly and obviously that. we'll add it all onto the bottom of the Yes. On the notes. show notes. Yeah. I'll send you the link. Roots and wings. We're just going to take a quick pause there. That was um, a huge personal story that Olga shared with us. And we just wanted to give it a moment to to talk about this incredible charity, Grace to Restore, that was um, started in the memory of Olga's niece, as she mentioned there. Yeah, and just looking at their um, website, Grace to Restore, it's a place of calm in a hectic world, gorgeous website, and the base basically offers support to young women when life seems too much and helps them seek to improve their emotional well-being and work towards freedom from anguish and distress. Um, so just wanted to really point you in the right direction yeah. there for Grace to Restore and just to say we, we were shocked and really sorry that they've gone through that as a family. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us um, on the podcast. Let's get back into the episode. Let's get back. One of the biggest things is identifying what bullying is because oh. I noticed uh, when I was doing my research for this pod, um, there isn't actually a legal definition, is there, for bullying? And that it's oh. basically if something makes you feel physically hurt or emotionally hurt, yeah. then that could be defined as bullying. And then you hear this kind of chat around banter. Um, you know, oh. it's just banter. Yeah. I mean, how how do you... How do you identify, how does a teenager or even you as a parent identify whether it is bullying or it isn't in your mind? I think think it goes from, you know, you know, to the point where, you know, I had one of the boys a long time ago, a kid said to him, you know, go and kill yourself, you know, and that's, that's kind of, that's the, that's the language. Okay. And so for me, I judged by whether that was banter. I mean, obviously that wasn't banter and I spoke to the school, but I also kind of go by my child, how my child is meant to feel, because words are powerful. But it's also the intent and the and the mm-hmm. feeling and the emotion that somebody invests in their words. There's something that you can say mm-hmm. to someone, and it can be, "Oh, get lost," you know, or like, "Oh, get get lost." You know, there's certain ways. Yeah, so I go by how does my child feel? How did that make my child feel? You know, because it's really hard with schools when you say this was said. You know, it's so open to interpretation, but I tend to go by this, yeah. how it made my child feel, you know. Um, oh, that's really yeah. good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so it, it, it's less about the act itself, because we were saying this earlier, weren't we? Some yeah. kids can completely take, yeah. if, if they've got an insecurity of their own and, and something is commented on with regards to that insecurity. Yes. Um, so if it's their hair or their ears or yeah. their weight, if if you if you hit that nerve, yeah. then that's going to hurt, isn't it? More than perhaps that child can take it when you say, "Oh God, you're so tall," you know. And yeah. oh, I'm all right with that actually. But this is the thing, yeah. Some kids can take it, but I think the kids that can't mm. take it are the ones that become fodder for bullies because they just give. Mm-hmm. It sounds awful, but they do. 
there is that sensitivity. And I know I was a very sensitive child and I, it was almost like I had carried this, don't pick on me. Please don't, please don't pick on me. You know, and I, and I, I'm not, yeah. saying, I'm not, I'm not being, painting a stereotype of what bullied children are like, but there is this feeling, you know, this, I can't really put my finger on it. This, they're special, they're unique, they're set apart, they're, they're sensitive. They, yeah. you know, and I think that, bullies can pick up on that they do and I know that from my niece because she never fought back and she she just whatever she was doing which was nothing was feeding them you know and yeah I think they feed off on that I mean my eldest boy he wouldn't even care if anything like that happened to him he just says oh just idiots just you know but other children that are more sensitive I know that my youngest is more sensitive like me will overanalyze and think about the way things have been said so yeah, yeah, we need to look at that as well, not just at what is said, but how it's said and how it made you feel. Um, yeah, and I think I think you're totally right. I I I was that kid mm. that once once it had happened once, it was only ever going to happen for another seven years because yeah. I kind of just didn't, I I just wasn't put together in a way that meant I yeah told them to get stuffed. Yeah, no, <laughs> my sister who was yeah like that. Sorry, no, children are like you said. I mean, well, my son, Hendrix, he's 13 and he would never tell me anything. I just have to know, oh, he's maybe not eating all this pasta today. There's something mm. happened, you know, like mm. he would never come and tell me. But he also somebody wouldn't tell said them, this, would he? And he wouldn't tell them. He just holds it mm. in. So it's it's hard mm. as mm. me being his mum, knowing, you know, well, he's, he's sensitive, he's going to take that in and he's not going to tell anyone, he's not going to share it, but it's going to come out in other ways. Absolutely. Um, and most of the time, the bullying is because they're different. My kids all look different, yes. and they look completely different to their friends at school. They think different to their friends on football pitch. It starts from being different, doesn't it? Different, the bullying, yeah. And I, I'm really careful about how I word things when I write mm. about children that are bullied, that they're different, that they're special, because it, you don't want to be patronising and condescending either. But these kids mm. are special, and I know, I know. So many kids that grew up to be these incredible adults, Amy, one of them. I'm actually working on a podcast at the moment with Andrew Barton, um, celebrity hairstylist, who is also an ambassador for Kidscape. And he went through bullying and he's just doing some incredible work. These bully kids grew up to become these incredible adults who make a difference. Mm. Who, And I, I think that about my niece, you know, I think she was an incredible young woman who was destined to do amazing she was so talented and artistic and creative but in her honor this charity has been set up you know the bullies will not win you know this yeah. hate this this lack of um it's bullies hate bullies hate because they hate and they hate themselves yeah. that's why they're doing yeah. it so if we can yeah. educate our children to understand why this is happening rather than them internalizing it and thinking that it is them then we can help them it's so incredibly hard to um make them believe that though isn't it that's and that is the that is the massive challenge isn't it how do you truly make them believe that it's not their fault that it is the fault when you how many times I was told oh they're so insecure that's why they do it they're jealous that's why they do it they're they don't like themselves that's why they do it and all you wanted is for it to just stop. 
Yeah. So I, I, I don't really care what their motivation is. I don't care that they've got bad stuff going on. I care that I want it to stop for me. Yeah. And I don't know how, I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I feel like I would be better versed now because I, yeah. there's just, I think there's some positives to social media. There's so much more available online for me mm. to look at and, you know, um, find some of the answers. Um, but I think that, it's a very hard conversation to have with your kids to get them to believe you over their peers. So hard because they're just like, well, you have to say that you're my mum. Of course you say that you're my mum. Of course you say my hair's yeah. nice because you're my mum. You know, it's just, yeah. it's, I think it's just, I think if we can give them a safe environment where they feel loved and they feel secure, and this is the thing that I've learnt as a parent, especially I know, Amy, you're a soccer mum like me, you know, with yeah. my eldest is currently away, you know, playing football. And I've learned that my kids are going to have to go through pain. I know we're moving away from bullying, but just they go, they go through pain and they're going through different, each one of them has gone through really difficult things that I can't take away. Yeah. And I've learned that I have to put my big fat Greek girl mum pants on and <laughs> allow them to go through the pain. And that, that has been the hardest parenting thing I've ever had to do and learn yeah and just yeah be there to love them I hate it they ache yeah you know there's been some awful aches that I can't I wouldn't talk about on this you know I'm sure for you girls as well that you wouldn't share yeah you can't make it better we can't you know but we can love them and we can be there and we can understand I think that's the other thing it's holding it a bit loosely knowing that we can't just, like you said at the beginning, Amy, a plaster. There is no plaster. No. no. But and it's not as easy as when they tell you, all oh, right, we'll speak to school then and then report it. Because then they're like, no, because then I'll get bullied even yes. more. Yeah. Because you're like a snitch. This is the problem. So this is the problem we had. Mum, don't say it. Don't say it. Get, yeah. Because then they'll bully me more, mum. They'll bully me more. They'll do more things if you say anything. What how, what was your answer to that, or what is your answer to that? Do you My do you is I want to get do you work with them and a sledgehammer, <laughs> and I want to go down the school, yeah. and I want to you know I go I go proper yeah. nuts. Anything happen? Oh my! I I I like <laughs> yeah. And I've had to just True. calm it down, but I do. I go, I go mad. I go mad. Literally, I go absolutely. You know, I've threatened the school and I've gone crazy. And I'm like, do you know, you know, because you know, I know, because I know what I have to do. I know the words to use with this. That's another thing that, that Kidscape does. Not that you're threatening the school, but they give you the right language so that when you're talking yeah. to the school, you're not just, oh, I think my child's going through, use this. What's your, what's your policy? What's your anti-bullying policy? Or in accordance with X, Y, Z, you should be doing this, you know, so that you don't just get it on high, you know, so that you but also doing it without anger and, you know, obviously I'm messing around now, but I would go yeah, with the Taking there. out the emotion this would be just, is so impossible, isn't it? When you are that hurt and you, but I think that goes back to that thing around long-term consequences. If you've been yeah. bullied, it lasts forever. So even oh, when the bully has gone, absolutely. how do you, I mean, I'm not asking you personally how you've dealt with it. Yeah. I know how I've how I've dealt with it, and I, I wouldn't say I have actually. No, 100%. same. I don't, I don't know that you ever do, but mm. I just worry about you know if I if when if it's your child and they have been bullied, how you then when it's all gone, it's very easy to go oh, take a big sigh of relief and we'll yeah. go back to happy families. But actually, it's just remembering that that has made 
its mark on their mind and in their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, luckily for my children, it was a very brief kind of a blip. But for me, it was years. I mean, it was years. It was like from when I started to pretty much just before my GCSEs around that time, I think it just, it just, it was years. It was years of it. So for me, what I hope and pray is for my boys, well, the two that it did happen to, it was just a blip. But I know for myself it was years and I know for my niece it was forever, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you ever completely heal. I don't know that you do. No, I don't don't know that you do. And and I suppose, like you're saying, there's a difference between that long-term relentless, and it is relentless, Relentless. that's what it feels like, isn't it? Um, That long, you know, versus versus because one of the things I noticed they were saying you know obviously name calling is the number one and then the next Mm -hmm. one is being left out of social groups that's the next most kind of reported bullying experience Mm now for my little one for my youngest who's a Mm -hmm. tween yet not not quite a tween that's been a huge source of anxiety and worry for him being left out of social groups and actually in most situations, it's not even been the fault. It's to do with his own insecurities. It's not actually the, the boys that he's referring to are lovely boys. Yeah. But yeah. but as a child, he's just very emotional and very sensitive. Yes. And of course, yeah. I have now blown that up in my mind to be, well, of course, he'll get bullied and, you know, and I'm having yeah. to. But I think the work for me there is with him mm-hmm. rather than it's not necessarily going, I have been to school about various little bits and pieces, but it's more, the work is more me with him and increasing his confidence maybe. Yeah. And also how he speaks about himself, how he perceives situations as well. But you know, that's going back Mm -hmm. to Kidscape. They, that's one, that's some of the training that they do where they work with Mm -hmm. young people in person on zoom. So it is all about giving our young people the tools as well. You know, but but yeah, real tools, not, not just kind of yeah. You've got to stand up, but actually that. practically help them. Practical help that that they can actually use. You know, um, not token help, but actual practical steps that they can take. That'd be really tiny, yeah, yeah. small steps, but that's okay. Have you ever considered, do do Kidscape talk um, or offer any advice for a parent who gets that other dreaded phone call to say your child is the bully? That's really interesting. I don't know. That's a good question to ask. That's my biggest, I mean, I don't know where, I don't know which is my bigger fear than being bullied or being a bully, but I think they're probably both equally awful um, because you make a massive assumption that, your child would never be. It's not going to be well, yours. My child yeah. wouldn't do that. <laughs> I tell you something. If what's the worst fear? I think the fact that my child is being bullied because I know if my child is getting bullied, how do I pull them out of that pit? If my child is the bullied, you know they get, you know they get put in their place. You know, yeah. I can put you in your place, and I can yeah show you because you're you know. But when when you, you're you've battered someone's confidence like that, it's really hard. To get to it, pick them back up again. Pick them back yeah. up again. Yeah, it's really, it's a really difficult one, that yeah. isn't it? I yeah. don't know. And then, and then here's the other one for you, girls. Here's the other one for you, girls. Is a bully someone that comes from a difficult 
background who has problems at home who whose parents are bullies like this is a you know or are some bullies just totally normal adjusted young people it's a controversial question it's a hugely controversial question if I think back to the people that bullied me I would have looked at a couple of them and thought they seem to have really lovely lives, really lovely upbringings. The parents mm. are there, seem very engaged. Everything seems very happy. Um, I, I think you almost have to believe there must be something going on. Oh, yeah. That's you can't see. I, I think there has to be because I don't understand. I, I don't believe that children are born thinking I'm just going to be horrible to someone and make them yeah. feel. Hate is learned. Big. Hate is learned, right? Yeah. And also hate and lie. Yeah. 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 But also I think it comes down to backgrounds as well. Because, I mean, some level of bullying I got was because mm. I was the only brown girl practically in the whole school. So I was different. Yeah. To, which comes down to bullying normally is when you're a bit different to what yeah. they're used mm. to seeing. And, um, and then I went to the other extreme where I went to a school with more brown people and I got bullied for my hair because my hair was bigger and curlier than theirs. But they were lovely girls, great friends. They wasn't from a troubled background, but they they was just blatantly jealous of my hair. Well, which this is now what I was going to say. I was going to say jealousy. Embrace, I was about to say jealousy. It's jealousy. It is jealousy where they see yeah. something that doesn't look like theirs and they want it. And they don't know how to get it, so mm. they can only put you down, and which is what, what trolls do on social media anyway, but also happens in schools. They see something, or even girls that are, you know, you, you could be pretty, you know, or something that they will see and think, I don't have that, or you're smart, or I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... Which doesn't mean that they're obviously suffering at home with their home life. It's just They're just jealous people, yeah. really, sometimes. After they just... You know, nice people, but they've got a real mean, jealous streak. Yeah, but to- absolutely. But going wider on this narrative, the whole bullying na- uh, conversation that we're having—it's not just if your child gets bullied, you should understand what bullying is. So again, going back to kids, get they do assemblies as well in schools. But I think also mm-hmm. for us as as parents, it's educating other parents, educating other children. If you see bullying what to do if you know that someone is being bullied if one of your friend's kids is going through bullying how do you support them so I think it's not just a conversation you know that that your kid's getting bullied right now you have to deal with bullying just that percentage of people no we all need to be talking about this we all need to be learning you know um so that when it happens if you see it happening you can call it out Yes, yeah, that's that, major. That's that huge. Major. That's a brilliant. That's a brilliant piece of advice because actually mm-hmm. that plays that talks to a lot of our topics, Olga. Really, you know, with mm-hmm. we, we're talking about body image in another episode, and we're talking. We've talked about anxiety, and mm-hmm. and just because it doesn't affect you doesn't mean you shouldn't learn and you shouldn't understand. Absolutely, so that you can reach out, call it out, and then support people. Absolutely, support people. Put yourself, put yourself in their shoes. Teach your children to be the same. You know, and then yeah, hopefully yeah. they'll be one of the Pull ones that out. speak out for that for that child. That's really that's a really good piece of advice. To, oh um, gosh, I don't know about that. Like I said, I'm learning. Yeah. We're all learning and helping each other, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Listen, Olga, we 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 could talk to you all day. Um, you're an absolute dreamboat. That's some really good, sort of earnest, honest. 
you know, advice and thoughts and, and perspective. Um, Thank you for having me. So we're really, we're really, 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 really grateful. Yeah. I can't tell Thank you how you much. Thank you so much. And, um, and we, Thank you. We, and we, we can't, we can't, we will share everything. We will share both the charities. Um, yes, I'll send we'll you the, um, the link to Please the charity. Grace, yeah. Grace to Restore was yeah. the other one, wasn't it? Yeah, my, yeah. my niece was called Grace. Got it. Right. Beautiful name for like it's such a lovely tribute. So that yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, we definitely um, and thank you for what you're doing, and thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for for pioneering and leading the way. And Aww. I hope there'll be many more conversations and Aww. many more changes to come because of what you're doing. So thank you for lighting that flame. Oh, that's what we're hoping to do. That yeah, our aim, just absolutely. To, you know, stop all this taboo of you know the talks of. I can't say that. Teenagers and just, yeah, yeah, let's just create a community. And yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly right. Thank you for Thank that. Thank you, guys. We are going to ask you, can we ask you our two last questions? Oh, yes. Our closing yes, I'm ready. questions. Basically, if you can tell us mm. a song oh. that takes you back, right back to your teenage years. I'm going <laughs> to sing it. Nothing's gonna oh, change yes. my love for you. If you wanna know the love, never much. I love you. I love you. Something you can't be sure of. I don't That's even it. know the words anymore. Nothing's gonna. Nothing's gonna change my love for you. Are that mainly because I looked like Glen Medeiros, age fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. Other people wanted to look like Mel and Kim. I wanted to look like Glen. Med- I looked like I actually did look like Glen Medeiros. So I'll send you a picture. I had the mullet. Please send me the picture. Like Mediterranean type. I was Glen Medeiros. That's my and I love that song. Brilliant. I love that song too, love and I've it. not heard it for a long time. So thanks for that. We both knew it. We both knew it, but like you, we didn't know the words. The slow mo video um, that was shot really badly on v- that VHS terrible slow mo. Oh. okay and then um okay so this you could go you can go either way with this you can go light or you can go more serious second question if you could go back to 14 year old teenage oh babe what would you say after you've given her a massive hug what would you say to her i would say the mullet is a mistake (laughs) okay but i would tell her you're gonna make it I tell her that she's going to make it and that everything is going to be okay. And all the things you feared won't come true. That's what I would say to her. Oh, that's good. That's made me all emotional. Emotional. We need to lie down now. Oh, I love that. There's a bit of a theme, isn't there, Danielle, telling your teenage self that you're going to be all right? Yeah, you're going to be fine. Molly said something similar, didn't she? Yeah, she did. I tell you what, I loved how she sang her song. I think that's a thing from now on. You've you got have to, to sing. sing. I mean, clearly you don't need to know the words. <laughs> <laughs> My kids say I never know the words to songs, so I would be quite good at that. I actually, I think I recognise it more when people sing the tune rather yes. than just say the name of the song and the artist. Yeah, you, yeah, need you to never sing it. know. Yeah, you know. We need we need we need people. We can only have guests that can sing or yeah. not sing. We don't mind as long as they'll try. Yeah, try and sing. <laughs> it makes, makes it more fun. That- 
So we love to hear from people and it's really nice to start getting some feedback. Um, A lovely follower of mine on Instagram called Tiffany said, the time to start listening to advice and reading about parenting teens should definitely start ahead of their teenage years. (laughs) A long time ahead with girls, particularly, she puts with an exclamation mark. So she's, uh, she's making the point that actually this podcast is probably as much for parents of tweens and about to be teens as it yeah. is for parents of teens and yeah. carers of teens. So I've got some lovely feedback from Amy Chaos, who follows us on our Roots and Wings Instagram. And she said, loved your first episode. Felt like I was sat in that kitchen with you Aww. without a mushroom coffee. That's what she does say, Amy. She does not. You've just added that for a <laughs> no, fact. I swear. <laughs> and then she's really warm, fun and informative for a fellow mum to a teen and tween. So Great. she's getting ahead of the game as well. Brilliant. Um, yeah, we love it, don't we? We yeah. love to hear feedback. It helps and motivates us to carry sure on does. and we know we're heading in the right direction. We're giving what people want, really. Yeah, absolutely. And ask us the ask us the tricky questions. We're not afraid of them. No, we're not. <laughs> so, how do you get in touch with Roots and Wings, the podcast? We would love to hear from you. On our Instagram, which is at Roots Wings Raising Teens. And we are the same on TikTok, at Roots Wings Raising Teens on TikTok. We, we don't like to be uh, too confused, do we? No. We would love it if you could like, download, follow the podcast. It makes a massive difference to us and to the podcast. So if you were to go to the show on your Apple podcast, you could press the top right-hand corner with the three little dots and click follow the show. And you can download individual episodes or by following the show... They'll just be there for you and you won't have to search yes, for them. And you won't miss any episodes as well. Because I've had a few people say, oh, I didn't realise that episode you was You need out. to like and subscribe. If you follow, it will already be there for you to listen. We would love that. Please get in touch. That's another episode in the bag. We have got um, another one next week. We've got a very... Very, very good one. Well, they're all good, it's but really this up. one nice is way to... motivation. Yeah. How the hell do you motivate your teens? Now, did you know what CBA meant? No, I no. didn't. I didn't think so. We'll we'll explain yes. to you next week, Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody listening. Thank you, Danielle, for relocating to the floor. I know. <laughs> it's quite comfy, actually. Um, good luck with the ongoing Christmas saga. Chaos. Yes. Good luck to everyone out there. Please come on, you can do this. Yeah, we can do it. And please just send and share our podcast to everyone. Please do. Yeah, follow it. Love it. We love every time someone shares it or tells us they've listened to it. It makes it all worthwhile. I mean, we'll carry on doing it even if no one's listening. To be honest, but you know, (laughs) it's quite nice to think that we might be. Um, helping in some way um, and uh, as Olga said you know there's there's a there's a space for this kind of podcast so we, we hope you love it as much as yeah, we and we hope we can help it. people as well as yeah <laughs> so have a lovely week and we'll be back soon Bye-bye. bye for now